The Fugue in F Minor by Felix Mendelssohn, played by my guest, Benjamin Grosvenor, who joins us now from the 5A Studios in London, England. Hello, Benjamin. Thank you for taking time to be with us. Hi. Thanks for having me. We are so excited to have this opportunity to have a chance to, uh, to talk to you. We've been very excited by your previous albums. Uh, I understand that uh, you began your, your education with your mom. That's right. She's a piano teacher, and she started me at the instrument when I was five or so. You have brothers as well? Are they all into music? I have four brothers. They all played something. They all learned an instrument when they were young, but they all sort of gave up in their early teens and now do various other things. Your first gig, I understand, also was uh, in a restaurant that served fish and chips. Does this sound familiar? (laughs) Um. Yeah, it was one of my first gigs, I suppose. I mean, I, I played in some local festivals and stuff, but it's sort of the first, yes, the first time I played professionally, um, put it that way. I was in a was in a local restaurant where I, I, I played some music while people ate, and I also played in um, the foyer of the local auditorium, and which was a great performing experience. I mean, um, <laughs> there was a lot of talking in the background, so you could say that it helped me to, um, to be able to concentrate in the most um, difficult yeah. circumstances, but um, it, was, it was a good opportunity for me to go and give, to give me something to walk, work towards to play my repertoire through. Um, so I was sort of about nine or so. Wow. Did that. Not, not for that long. I don't, it was a, sh- a short-lived thing, but it was it was yeah. good experience anyway. Uh, what kind of music goes with fish and chips? Oh, I just play whatever I had at the time. I mean, I, I was playing, I don't know, you know, Chopin Nocturnes and movements of Haydn sonatas. I played a bit of jazz. I was playing some music by Billy Mayor, who was an English composer who sort of played oh, yeah. jazz piano. Um, so, I yeah, uh, it was a lot of variety. I don't know <laughs> how much of it was being listened to, but... Uh, it was fun anyway. I would guess much more than you uh, thought was being actually listened to, uh, knowing how you play. Then along comes the BBC, 
in 2011, this, this is amazing. You had a debut with the BBC proms opening night. And this is a gigantic event in Britain. It's on television before millions of people. How old were you then? I was 19 when I did that, yes. And uh, I would think that for, uh, you must have felt a little bit of pressure, or was it was it just kind of exciting? Well, of course I felt pressure. I mean, I wasn't my first, I actually sort of had my first experience of playing live on television when I was very young, because I um, was uh, won the keyboard final of the BBC Young Musician Competition, which is a competition... Um, the final rounds of which tend to be televised. And I played um, a Ravel G major concerto with um, BBC Scottish Symphony then. Um, so I, I sort of had, I'd had a taste of that uh, at a young age, I suppose. And um, my career sort of started in a small way then. I was playing quite a lot. I came to America for the first time when I was 13. Uh, and so I was playing a little bit internationally, but um, giving concerts now and then to get experience from it. and But not too much because I'm obviously I was still in school and, and things. And so I suppose that around the time when I played the proms, it was when I really sort of started to embark on a full time career, put it that way. Um, and it was, uh, I would play the list second concerto for the first night of the proms, which was a new piece for me. I had some good experiences to run in for that, playing with some amateur orchestras. And so I, I yeah, I, you know, I was prepared, but obviously it's, uh, it's, uh, there's a lot of pressure and it's very exciting, but a little daunting at the same time. But the proms has such a wonderful atmosphere. There's the audience is so enthusiastic and there's a, there's a, despite the fact that the Albert Hall is so huge when it's full, it develops this sense of intimacy because there's people sort of all around you and just a, you know, a few centimeters away from you, but in every direction, there's this sort of sea of faces and it's a, it's a really wonderful event, um, really wonderful atmosphere. Well, it must have gone well because they asked you back. Yes, I've been back a few times to the proms now. Um, I, I think it's sort of a tradition, if I if I am correct about this, that the person who plays on the first night tends to do a, then another prom later in the season. So for the first season, I, I played twice in the in the festival, and um, then I came back uh, a number a couple of times since. And last time I was there, I played on the last night, which is a completely different event and is it was quite something to be part of. That's when they bring out all the noisemakers and uh, and sing along. Yes, that's the, the big end. party at the end. Yeah. yeah. My guest is Benjamin Grosvenor. He's speaking to us from the 5A Studios in London. Your new album is titled Homage. The idea behind this is composers who are sort of tipping their hat to other uh, composers in music? That's right, yes. It, it started off as um, the sort of initial idea I had was for sort of Baroque revisited CD. But I thought it didn't reflect the kind of variety that I offered it was offering in my recital programs at the time, so I felt like sort of expanding it. So um, it's a bit more variety of repertoire and it's the idea of composers sort of um, exploring various um, kinds of tribute or, or, or homage. Well, I, I certainly want to thank you for resurrecting the Mendelssohn because those uh, preludes and fugues are just marvelous. It's a shame they aren't heard more often. Yes, they're wonderful pieces, uh, all six of them. Um, but you could say maybe the, sort of the greatest masterpieces here on the CD, the E minor fugue, which um, is is such an extraordinary um, emotional journey in the way that it builds. There's um, there's a uh, uh, one of Mendelssohn's friends claimed that um, he wrote this at the bedside of a dying friend, and sort of the the fugue is in the way that it builds from this sort of lament at the beginning, and then ever ever more fervent sort of um, is meant to be an um, 
uh, sort of depiction of his friend's struggles at the end of his life. And then um, it's only through a chorale, which is obviously something with sort of religious significance and then this very soothing coda. And when the chorale is reached, it resolves to the major and there's this sense, there's this sense of release at the end of the piece. And um, so I think that's a very sort of interesting way of thinking about it.
The Fugue in E Minor by Felix Mendelssohn, played by Benjamin Grosvenor from his latest release, Homage. Another piece on the album that uh, really caught my attention is the Chopin Barcarolle. It's another piece that I don't think is played often enough. Uh, and it, it's just such a lovely, fluid, well, it, I suppose it should be if it's a Barcarolle, but uh, you do a wonderful job with it. Thanks. I think it's probably played it's played certainly more often than the Mendelssohn. It's, um, um, the, the piece which I think is quite, it's more rare comparatively would be the Liszt Venezia and Napoli that ends the disc, which um, uh, the Tarantella is quite well known, but it's not often played as the, it's sort of sometimes dismissed as sort of three little encore pieces put together, but it's uh, actually a, a piece with a lot of extraordinary writing and emotional depth to it. Thank you. 
The Tarantella from Venezia in Napoli by Franz Liszt from Benjamin Grosvenor's latest release, Homage. I've been looking at your schedule. By the way, do you have any plans for New Year's? Um, I'll be spending it here in London. I don't quite know what I'm going to do yet, but <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see. Like any other successful uh, concert artist, uh, your schedule is just amazing. I'm going to just looking at February. Uh, it's Nottingham, Manchester, St. Paul, Minnesota, Seattle, Miami, Chicago, and Atlanta. Before in March, you go to Paris and then Dubai uh, for a BBC Proms uh, redux, as it were. Uh, that's a that's a tremendously grueling schedule, uh, and do you feel at some point that part of your youth was missed because of this, uh, or or is it just exciting and and fun and and exhilarating? Um, well, you know, it hasn't always been like this. I mean, I uh, as I said, I um, won a competition when I was eleven, but I when it was nothing like this I mean I obviously I had many other things to be doing and I was not giving that many concerts a year and I suppose it's only in the last few years when it's really got to this pace but I mean it seems like a long list of places but there's a I mean every decision that's made about um, playing a concert is is very carefully thought out and you have to be very sensible with your schedule because of course every single concert you want to play your best so it requires a lot of consideration um, and I try to keep uh, two so significant periods off free a year, one of which has been um, this this month. I haven't had any concerts and, um, you know, both to have some downtime and also to uh, learn some new repertoire and, uh, as well. What are you working on? What's what's next? Um, well, in terms of, I have quite a lot of repertoire coming up in, in the first few months of next year. Of new repertoire, there's not, there's not an awful lot. I'm learning the Schumann... Um, arabesque for, and the uh, Beethoven Moonlight Sonata for my recital program um, the rest of which um, is the same as last season but there's a, there's a number of different things I, a, a new piece for me has been Brahms 1 the first concerto that is and I had some concerts of that recently I'm doing I have some more of that piece in, in January um, Quite, I'm making my debut with the London Symphony Orchestra which is quite exciting I'm also playing Sanson 2nd in England as the concert you mentioned in Nottingham but I'm taking that also to Atlanta with the orchestra there um, and that's one of the pieces I'm playing in the the proms in Dubai uh, which is going to be quite exciting I'm doing three concerti there the Britain uh, Mozart D minor and the Sanson 2nd so it's going to be very interesting. I've never been yeah. outside of the airport in Dubai, so I'm looking forward to visiting that city. How do you practice? Is it hard finding pianos to, uh, you know, to go to go through your routine? It works out. Um, I mean, I you know, I base most of the time here in London. Um, well, obviously, I have a piano in my house and uh, come back here between concerts. And uh, um, there's usually usually when you're touring somewhere where you can practice uh, when you're giving a concert. So it, it, it works out. Um, and uh, yes, I fit in the time when I can. My guest is Benjamin Grosvenor. His latest album is Homage on the uh, Decca label. And uh, I read one of the things that you do to relax once in a while when, when you're on the road, though you don't have a lot of opportunity to do this, is occasionally check out television and uh, that you recently binge-watched Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got stuck on it, and then I don't know. They got uh, that series; it sort of gets progressively darker and more twisted. And there was just a moment when I sort of 
lost lost it because I, I found it sort of it pushed the boat to a point where it was sort of so distressing in, in the content that I, I, I left it at a certain point but I, I was I was quite addicted to that and yes I do enjoy television um, where when I can find the time for it you know a variety of things there's a, uh, I'm sure I mean it's completely different completely other end of the spectrum but there's uh, I'm sure it's been available in America but there's a wonderful nature series called Planet Earth oh yes um, we, the we second that. series yes that's, uh, I've been enjoying that recently catching up on catching up on those episodes have you seen House of Cards the American version of House of Cards uh, I haven't I know I haven't I've missed I've missed that one but I, I've heard you know I've heard about it it's another one of these things there's a danger in watching things when they're available online you know when it's sort of live on television and you just wait for the next installment the next week it's fine but yeah. <laughs> when everything's there for you to watch there's a danger and you know just going to the next episode just to see what happens and that can spiral out and of then, control and then the next thing you know it's uh, seven hours later <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin it's been a delight talking to you uh, it's been even more so a delight listening to your great music thank you for all your great work and thank you for taking the time to talk to us today oh that's my pleasure thanks very much Thank you.